Matthew chapter 2, the Christmas story, part 2. In Matthew chapter 1, we read of the birth of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only virgin-born human ever. You have to admit, this seems to make Jesus the most important human in history. In Matthew chapter 2, the story of Jesus' birth and his early childhood continues. Chapter 2, verse 1, gives more details of Jesus' birth. He was born in Bethlehem of Judea. He was born during the reign of King Herod. He was visited by wise men from the east, literally star witnesses of Jesus' birth. We will discuss the place of Jesus' birth, Bethlehem of Judea, when we get to Matthew chapter 2, verse 6. Regarding Herod, History records that Herod the Great reigned from 37 BC to 4 BC. Therefore, interestingly, considering our Julian calendar uses BC before Christ and AD, Anno Domini, which means the year of our Lord, this would indicate that Jesus was most likely born around 6 BC. Therefore, the implementation of BC and AD may not be as accurate as we would probably like. At this time, this calendar discrepancy does not concern me. In 2022, I believe sharing the gospel with all the world is a far more important duty than debating on the accurate date of when Jesus was born, which we are certain was very close to 2,022 years ago. The star witnesses, the wise men from the east, were likely from Persia. It has been said these wise men were taught at the school of Daniel. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 2, we read of the major sign that led these wise men to Jerusalem. Here, in the only time in scripture, this major sign is called his star. That is Jesus' star. In the Old Testament, God stated he would use signs in the sky to mark a significant event. Joel 2.30-32 to 32 reads, I will show wonders in, in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, that is Yahweh, shall be delivered. Matthew 2.6 is a direct quote from Micah 5.2. Micah 5.2 reads, But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, Though thou be a little, be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me that is to be a ruler, that is to be a ruler in Israel, whose goings forth, goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Epaphrata is specifically mentioned because there were two Bethlehems in Israel at the time of Jesus' birth. In Matthew 2.7 to Matthew 2.13, God makes it clear to the wise men that Herod lied about wanting to come and worship this prophesied baby, who the wise men correctly stated is born king of the Jews. Jews is a short form for Judeans, of which Jerusalem was the capital city. In Matthew 2.11, the wise men finally find the young child Jesus in a house with his mother Mary. Matthew 2.11 reads, And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. As recorded in verses 13 to 18, Herod clearly intended to destroy the God-appointed king of Israel. Herod was only a temporary Roman-appointed king of Israel. Herod was so arrogant, he did everything in his power to destroy the only virgin-born human in history. I am uncertain if Herod understood this virgin-born child was from old, from everlasting. In verses 13 and 14, the angel of the Lord tells Joseph to take the child Jesus and his mother Mary to Egypt, because Herod was going to seek the young child to destroy him. Scripture tells us that Joseph and Mary were not wealthy at the, at the newlywed stage of their life. We know this because Luke 2, verses 22 to 24, records the following. And when the days of her, that is Mary's purification according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him, that is Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, 
and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Luke 2, 22-24 is a direct quote from Leviticus chapter 12, verses 6-8, which more fully reads, And when the days of her purifying were are fulfilled for a son or a daughter, she shall bring forth a lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, for a burnt offering, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, unto the priest, who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her, issue of her blood, that is the law of her that hath borne a male or a female. Be able to bring a lamb, and she shall bring two, tur two turtles or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. So evidently, Joseph and Mary were unable or could not afford a lamb at this stage in their lives. This stage of their lives. This also indicates that Joseph and Mary would have would have spent most of the proceeds of gold, frankincense, and myrrh given as gifts to Jesus by the wise men to survive the trip and their trip and their stay in an unfamiliar Egypt. Verses 22 and 23 of Matthew chapter 2 indicate that Joseph and Mary were not originally from from Nazareth, but ended up settling in the town of Nazareth after another warning from the angel of the Lord about Herod's successor, Herod's son, Archelaus. Verses 22 and 23 read, But when they heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea, in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither. Notwithstanding being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. <clears throat> When you are sharing the Christmas story with unlearned and unbelieving family, then unlearned and unbelieving friends, then neighbors, and then the rest of the world, I recommend opening with this question. Did you know the angel of the Lord told Joseph to name the only virgin-born human ever, Jesus? The rest of Matthew 1.21 states the reason for the supernatural birth of Jesus. This child Jesus is to save his people from their sins. I believe his people includes us. Why do, we have to be paid, why do we have to be saved from our sins? Because God is 100% just. He must punish sin 100% of the time, or he would not be 100% just. And because God is also 100% loving, he provided a solution, so we would not have to be punished the full consequences of our sins. How could God punish sin completely without punishing us completely every time we sin? The second person of the Godhead, the one who we know, we now know as Jesus Christ offered to come to earth in the person of the Son of God to be the complete payment for every sin we would ever commit. This is an amazing transaction. What benefit to us, but what cost to the Word, Jesus Christ, the eternal Word of God? Sorry. But what cost to the Word, Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God? Since God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost did this for us, what should be our response? We need to thank God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, just like the only one of ten lepers who came back to say thank you to Jesus after Jesus miraculously healed all ten of them. Luke 17, 12-19 reads, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned Back 
and he, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They're not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger? And he said unto them, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy faith hath made thee whole. The Christmas story, and she shall bring, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen.